to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's Denise here, and I'm doing another episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos from the Luxury Suite Studio in the Master Closet. Um, Oh my gosh, I feel like this week, guys, has been pretty freaking remarkable for me. Um, Oh my gosh. So again, just a reminder, um, until Podbean can um, (laughs) pass me some sponsors that I actually like. Um, I'm going sponsorless until the new year, period. Boom. Um, So I could talk about whatever I want, say whatever I want, and not have to worry about stepping on toes from a wonderful person who sponsored my podcast. Um, But let me tell you, I have felt amazing this week. I've been busy as all hell. Don't get me wrong, but I feel fabulous. I'm wearing shoes I haven't worn in years. And yes, I keep shoes usually because I love keen gym shoes like Jimmy's. They don't call them Jimmy's anymore. I'm from the eighties or seventies. So we call them gym shoes. Um, but apparently they're sneakers, whatever. I love keen walking shoes. There you go. Uh, because they have that nice flat toe for how your feet actually work, like look and not like how they hurt your damn feet. Um, and I was able to get into my Keens. I was able to get into some Skechers. I was able, I'm like, wow. And everyone's like, wait, Denise, what have you been wearing for shoes? Um, I've been wearing orthotic shoes. Okay. <laughs> Ortho feet gym shoes. And, um, they're not, the, I mean, they're cute. You know what I'm saying? But they're not like, they don't match my outfits. You know what I'm saying? In fall's coming. And I like to match all my stuff. I'm just saying. I do. I'm that kind of gal. But I was thinking about what I was going to talk about today. And I'm like, I'm not spending a whole podcast talking about like, you know, how fabulous my life is because it's not. I have a fabulous life. Let me get right. But shit does go wrong. And I have come to the conclusion that when, again, when I'm scrolling social media, there's always moms or women um, who will post something about how something insane just happened in their house. And every time they do that, it's already happened in my house or I know it's going to happen in my house soon. You know what I'm saying? And I thought to myself, so many of us as moms, we are so hard on ourselves because half the time we blame ourselves for hectic days. Um, We blame ourselves. We talked about overstimulation. We're not angry, right? Moms aren't angry 99.9% of the time. We're just fucking overstimulated. We talked about that on this podcast. But I always thought we take so much personal guilt every day and we don't even acknowledge it or pat ourselves on the back for what we carry. Because in all honesty, if you know, your partner's probably not carrying half, not even half, 
like not even like 75% of what you're carrying if you're the caretaker in the house for your kids and you're responsible for all of the shit that happens in your house like I am. And we feel so isolated and we shouldn't because it literally applies to everyone in this position. And I know that there are dads who do this and all that kind of stuff and or just stick it with moms, okay? Because that's the majority. So if you're a dad that does it, you're included, okay? Boom. I don't want to hear no bullshit about that. <laughs> don't send me no damn emails, people. Um, but that's why I named this It's Everybody. Because I wanted to name it It's Not You, It's Everybody. But um, I couldn't fit it all on. <laughs> it looked dumb. So I just went with It's Everybody. Because it's not you. It is everybody. It's not me. It's everybody. Everybody does this. But we as moms or as women feel so isolated because we keep everything inside until like we're completely overstimulated and completely freaked out and we've asked for help or little kids or husbands that do things, you know, two, three, four, five, six times. You can't even count sometimes how many times you've told them. And then you just flip the fuck out. And then they all look at you like you're insane, right? It's just like that crazy meme about how, hey, you know, it's fall, so I'm going to start spring and fall applies to both if you live in the Midwest. Uh, it's spring and fall, and we're opening the windows now. So when you hear me screaming at everybody like I'm fucking losing my shit, it's, know that I've asked, you know, in that situation, I've asked like 100 times already, and they're still not doing it. So, you know, there's that. So every mom does that. Every mom asks their kids to do shit, and they just ignore you like you can't hear I can stand right next to Peter sometimes. And if he is engaged in something, he will just like, I like, I don't fucking exist. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? It's not you. It's everybody. Okay. It happens to me. It happens to like every, probably at one point to every woman who's listened to this, who takes care of their kids. It's just insanity. But we take all this in. And I was watching this video the other day and it was just a, a quick click reel, you know, and it was this therapist. I don't know what they were, psychologist, psychiatrist. I don't know, but it was a therapist sort of exchange. And they, she was talking to two, uh, like, uh, I think it was three. I don't know. She, she was talking to uh, a down under somewhere, uh, either New, New Australia or New Zealand, uh, some podcast hosts. And they were talking about how women have a completely different brain setup. And the men were just like, oh, yeah, like, and so the therapist then goes on to start saying, you know, when you guys go to bed at night, you go to bed at night. You literally just lay down, your brain shuts off, and you're done. Your responsibilities for the day are zero if minimal. Um because you go to work, you, you know, you're responsible for things at work. You may be responsible for some yard work, but there is a minimal thing that you are responsible for. But as a woman, we carry the weight of worry for the entire household. Not just you as a dad, not just maybe you and your kid while you're out and you don't want your wife to yell at you because you lost your kid, you know, at the fair, you know, that kind of shit. But that women carry the weight of the household, the stress of the household. And at night, it can become so internally, mentally abusive 
to ourselves because we lay down at night and we sit there thinking, I still have that load of laundry and I'm going to pay for that tomorrow because now I'm going to have to reset it if it's in the dryer because it's going to be all wrinkled or I'm going to have to rewash it because it's sat in the washer. Now, some of you might not do that and be like, Denise, you're crazy. But if something has been sitting in the washing machine overnight, I feel like it's straight up ass filled with mold. So I have to do it again. Um, period. Okay. Um, and we're also thinking about, did I engage my kid enough today? Did I finish everything I needed to do so that tomorrow's not, you know, was I too hard on my kid in this particular situation? Um, oh, totally did not even, I probably should schedule to get my hair done uh, because I'm like four weeks overdue. Um, yeah, I'll get to that. And just going through this internal dialogue and a lot of it is negative and we don't even realize it, but just carrying even the positive side carrying the burden of the entire family at night because we can't even shut off to just sleep and refuel ourselves and rest ourselves, right? And replenish ourselves. And it's not you. It's everybody. It's it's you. It's me. It's everybody. We are all united in having these similar life stances as moms and women. And one of the things is, is like recently I've been super concerned about Pete's, uh, he's just, he's so smart, right? And I, I've, I've, I've had teachers throw around gifted and I get that. However, there's always this little piece in me who's like, but he doesn't like to write yet, but he doesn't like to do this. But he's super lazy. You guys, he is super lazy. Getting Peter to do anything is like pulling my teeth out with chopsticks. It's like weird. <laughs> that was a really weird uh, example, but uh, totally acceptable <laughs> in the circumstance. He, It is just, and I know it a lot has to do with eight. And a lot has to do with that I'm a homeschool mom. But he's so distracted all the time and he doesn't have anything uh behavioral or anything going on attention deficit or anything like that because um we've already addressed this I mean I've addressed this with professionals he just does what he's gonna do and that's part of the that gifted spectrum which is great um, but I'll, it's annoying AF um, when you're trying to get shit done in 10 minutes, a 10 minute project then goes on to like 30 and you're just like, again, I'm like, oh my God, I, I have to go to this grocery still. I have to hurry up and do this. I have a podcast to record. I have a coffee talk to record and I'm going through all this in my head. And then at the same time, I have to smile because this is all internally, Right. And then I have to be like, come on, you could do it. I know you could do this, dude. You did it last week. You know, you got this. And sorry, I'm drinking. It's super frustrating. And I, it's not me. It's everybody. All moms at one point in their life will have, at multiple points in their life, will have this homework struggle with their kids. And, but we internalize it because that's our very nature as women, 
as caretakers, as being nurturing and taking it to this extreme that we have to do everything. You know, uh, it's the perfect thing is, is that I knew I was not going to overextend Peter. It, it kills me to see all these moms. I got to go to chair. I got to, and that's like eight nights a week. I'm not even joking. Like that's how it feels like sometimes, but then they want to join softball. Then they want to, they're going to paint and then they're, and I'm thinking, wait, when do you just sit the fuck down and like play a board game? Or sit down and watch a movie together. Or sit down and read a book together. Because I used to get really hard on myself as a mom who's older, right, with lupus. I used to think to myself, is it because I'm old? Like, like I'm 53, my kid is 8, I'll be 54 in a week. Am I just old that I don't want to do these things? Or am I just at a wiser age that I don't want to overextend myself. I feel like you get a greater relationship bond. I know team sports are great. I get it. I, you know, I did been there, done that, but he's not athletic by any means, but I feel like when you're playing games and having a movie night and, you know, out in the yard by a fire and you're chit chatting or, you know, going to a pumpkin patch together or something that, You're having, you're creating these memories and these conversations together that you are, to me, are way greater in value than, you know, having them slug a ball around for a little bit. And and I'm going to be honest with you, most, I've been there, done that with the hockey scene, okay? Most moms that are super into sports all think their kids are going to go pro. They're the best at everything, yada, 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 I fucking get it, Okay. But the chances that that happens are so minuscule that to me, it's a waste of time. Now, it might not be to them and that's their life and that's awesome. But again, I'm not the only mom that feels this way, right? It's not me. It's everybody at one point, even the moms who may be like totally into the sports are like, I can't believe that they'll just sit there and do all these like, you know, trips to the pumpkin farm and apples and doing all this crazy stuff when, you know, their kid could be getting some skills playing softball and hockey and, you know, and football. And no, I I don't. Yeah, it's not them. It's everybody. Right. We all are having the exact same situation from two different perspectives, but it doesn't even matter when you remove the situation, the perspectives, the situation still is there. And it's not just you. It's everybody. So we're all going through the same thing. But yet moms, as most of you well aware, are, are aware that moms can be super critical of each other. Like, we can be super fucking judgers. It's not even funny. And that's one way reason I really like the homeschool community. It kind of erases a lot of that. Um, and that's funny because I was leading into trying not to overextend yourself. I totally did that this year with homeschool co-ops. We got a co-op on Tuesday. I got a co-op. I teach at on Wednesday. I got a co-op on Thursday. It's split in the day because I couldn't get my middle classes because I was on a wait list. It's just insane. Buster's got, okay, so this week, just this week alone, right? So Wednesday, um, obviously is the day you guys are hearing this, but I recorded it actually, um, at 630-ish, you know, um, on Tuesday. Normally I'm in here at like, 10, I'm in the closet at like 10 p.m. trying to record a podcast, but I'm, I'm fairly ahead of the game here. 
But Monday I had coffee with a friend uh, because I just needed that connection. I'm really forcing myself. And I found somebody that I absolutely just totally connect with. We're the same age. We have the same beliefs, the same moral values. It's just, it's almost like too perfect. Okay. We just, I just love her to death. So we enjoy our company. And then Tuesday, uh, which was today, we have our, uh, private tutoring. Okay. Um, in a small situation, it's just Pete and another child in their home. So I love that because I get a lot of downtime and I'm crocheting a project right now for a baby blanket um, that I'm trying to finish and getting that out to another state. And then uh, Wednesdays is the co-op I I teach the cooking classes in. And I mean, I have to shop for those. I have my curriculum, my lesson plans, I should say, Um, all kind of rough drafted out for the rest of this year, but I'll still have to over Christmas break, right? Or Thanksgiving break, one of the two, I will still have to then rough draft my spring semester, (laughs) right? After the new year. So that it's, it's, so it's kind of at a glance and then I have to like pull my stuff from there. Then I have to make a grocery list. Then I have to shop for the grocery list and I'm in the Midwest, so, for instance, I'm doing my Future Foodies class. We're doing A through Z in the fall here. And it's difficult to get some of the stuff. Like, I couldn't find Endive. I, I, tomorrow's E. Today's E, I guess. And I couldn't find Endive. I'm not going to four stores. I went to three stores. I couldn't find Endive. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Whatever. We're getting tortillas. Done. Um, It's just, like, I'm just done. Right? But... It takes a lot of work on that, right? Because I'm also on a budget. So I can't just go and, you know, buy whatever. And it all has to be organic, right? We're doing whole foods and organic. So uh, I have to stay on a budget as well. And that can be quite stressful. So usually I'm up to like almost 11, 12 o'clock on Tuesdays. But today I made sure it was all done. But tomorrow Pete's not going to school. Because Pete's not feeling well. And he was feeling decent and just had a scratchy throat this morning. But he kind of wavered a little in class um, during his lessons. And so I decided I was going to keep him home tomorrow since his classes are basically like gym, theater, my cooking class, and then like a Fun Facts USA class. Not saying that they're like worthless classes, right? He enjoys them all. It's like his fun day is what we decided this year. But... um they're not like things that he needs to be in class for. So I'd rather keep him home. And then this way he has a whole day to recuperate. And, you know, he's been eating chicken noodle soup and drinking water and juice all day. So then Thursday, I've got co-op, but I also have an appointment in the morning at the same time that Peter's getting pictures at that co-op for the yearbook which means that I had to ask grandma to come with me, except now grandma doesn't feel good because I'm sure Peter got her sick. So if she can't come, I have to be on a Zoom call that is important at the same time Peter is, and it's going to be a quick Zoom, right? I'm just going to be in and out, but it's a principle, right? So I'm all like stressed out about that. Like, how do I do that? But at the same time, do this. But, you know, at the same time, I need privacy because it's a Zoom call. I'm like, this is insane. But it's not me. It's everybody. Not that exact situation, but everybody is in these circumstances, okay? And 
we just have to like lighten up the load a little bit. And that's why I've kind of tried to take it easy to people as I'm out and about during the day. So I went shopping uh, last weekend for just groceries for the house and just fruits and vegetables, stuff like that. Still doing plant-based, although I can say I'm pretty much at this point the only person doing 100% plant-based, or I would say 95% is plant-based. Uh, I'm doing uh, absolutely no soda, absolutely no um, dairy, um, no coffee. I, I stopped coffee. I was going to do, I'm going to do, I was going to do 60 days, but I've trim that up peeps to 30 because in all honesty, I really miss my coffee and I can do so without adding a ton of sugar and just add, you know, some coconut or oat milk to it because I make my own nut milks. So, or nut juices as someone, someone told me the other day, here's a little, we're going to do a little tangent. Someone told me the other day to stop calling my cashew, cocoa cashew milk, milk, because it comes from a nut. And it's not milk because milk comes from mammaries. And so the nuts could never be milk. They can only be juice. And here's me. I thought about it and I was like, what would be the appropriate answer to someone like this? And I was just like, there actually is only one appropriate answer. Well, there's two. Don't answer at all. Or are you fucking serious? Get a life, motherfucker. I'm just, <laughs> those are the two responses. Um, normally, I would answer number two, but I chose number one. Ah, uh, right? And everybody has something like that that happens to them during the day, right? It's not you, it's everybody. It's how you handle it and respond to it. I was also in the store the other day, back to the store. And, uh, it is a pretty high end store. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So it's, it's organic. It's a clean store. You can still get shit there, but it, predominantly it's, it's clean. A majority of the store is like bulk nuts and stuff like that. Um, a small like cheese section, um, a huge like, like plant based section and then a couple aisles. I, I think the liquor aisle is bigger than <laughs> like the dry goods stuff. And then the rest is just fresh fruits and produce, okay? And let me tell you, I, I you can't really, well, can't walk in anywhere, like, and not blow 50 bucks at a grocery store just picking up essentials nowadays. But um, I spent a pretty penny, let's just say that, okay? And the woman would not even look at me. And do you ever see, like, when checkers are having a bad day, and I, it's not me. I'm pretty sure it's everybody. When they start manhandling your food, like slapping it around. And I'm like, <laughs> and so finally I had bought something and I'm a pretty diverse eater, as you guys all know. And so I will try new stuff or whatever. I had broccoli rob in there. So she picks it up and she's like, do you want new broccoli? This one is like, it looks bare. And here's me. Well, that's because it's not broccoli. It's broccoli rob. It's supposed to look like that. And she was like, okay. And literally tossed it at the girl bagging. Here's me. Okay. Like, what? And I'm looking at the girl who's bagging. And I'm like giving her the eyes like, uh, Susie Snowflake here. Have like a rough day. Like, what the fuck's going on? All you're doing is like ringing out groceries all day. But then I thought, what if she got an asshole before me? And so... She, when she finished ringing it out, she did something that I personally will not tolerate. And that is she just stood there. 
So she finished ringing up and she just assumed that I would look at my screen for the total and all of that instead of saying, um, your total is, you know, 106, whatever. I'm making it up like 106.23, right? And then, you know, go ahead. You do the rest, honey. You know, that kind of thing. She just fucking ignored me. Not only did she not say anything, she turned her body towards the register. And I just went, is it done? Do you have a total? And she looked at me like I was weird. (laughs) And I went, I'm sorry. I just feel bad because it looks like you're having a really bad day. And that just kind of like hurts my heart a little bit. Like, you know, it's great. You got a job. It's Saturday. It's sunny today. Like, you know, it's going to rain all next week. And, you know, I just feel like I can't leave the store unless you smile. And she looked at me like I was insane. And then she smiled. And she said, your total is and whatever. And she's like, you could pick. And then just totally started talking. Like I snapped her out of it. It's like she had to be snapped out of it music, like, like magically. And it's not her. It's everybody. We all have those moments, but we're so internally hard on ourselves. And I told her at the end, I said, hey, I really hope you're having a better day. Smile. You have a really pretty smile. And she literally, that was like the best smile I saw from her after that. And I hope that just saying that instead of, you know, 10 years ago, it would have been like, the fuck is your problem? Like, I didn't do anything to you, so stop being an asshole. I totally would have said that in the past. But I, I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt because it's not her. It's everybody. We've all been there. And if we are going to keep beating ourselves up over shit that we all have instead of sharing that we all have these difficult moments, life just gets more difficult and difficult. And we're not learning from life. This one thing that we've really forgotten in this world today is to just be ourselves. And if shit goes wrong, then you just got to like pick yourself back up, put your big girl pants on and deal. And for somewhere, there has been a disconnection where people don't wear their big girl panties anymore. Some people don't wear their big boy panties anymore. (laughs) Some people don't know what panties they wear. (laughs) Don't send me emails. Shut up. Um, (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Um, Sorry, I just like laid it out for myself. I couldn't help myself. Um. But it's true. Some people don't even know what panties they wear. So it's not you. It's everybody in some capacity. I know what fucking panties I wear. I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, I got to stop. But that is something that we're so harsh on ourselves in just life. And I guess my message to everybody today is, is that it is not you. It's everybody. And if we stop internalizing these life moments that aren't rosy and glorious, then we'll understand that everybody goes through these moments. Everybody has hard times, you know, like I can tell you right now, I'm so I had mentioned I'm the only one like pretty much 95% doing plant-based. The reason why I say that is because Mr. Sith and I have been taken, you know, granting opportunity that grandma and grandpa are here. So if the parentals are here, I'm not wasting that opportunity. Sorry, not sorry. Boom. Okay. It's not me. It's everybody. Nobody would waste this opportunity. (laughs) Period. If they're here, 
we're going on Friday night date nights. We've went three weeks in a row and it's been such, we're, we're like, I almost feel like we're dating again. Well, cause I almost feel cause we are. Um, the first date was a, a total disaster. Okay. All we, all we did was argue. <laughs> And we went to like four restaurants before we found one we could eat at for a reservation. So um, that was it. Number two was a little bit better, right? We were warming up. We we literally have talked about the fact that we don't know how to talk to each other anymore if it's not about Pete. And that's not okay. Now, he's not a big talker anyway, as he pointed out. But our last date that we had, we talked more. And I could feel how we were letting ourselves down a little bit. He held the door open for me again. He, you know, uh, I don't know. It was just a little bit more intimate, you know? And so we're taking these baby steps toward it. Now, this Friday, we're going to my favorite French restaurant, uh, Bistro, because um, we're going to celebrate my birthday uh, just a little bit early because next week is like crazy, plus Halloween, plus we have tons of Halloween parties and all these trunk or treats. And because why? Because I totally overextended myself. Uh, one day we have like literally 18 things to do um, on a Saturday, <laughs> including Newfie Palooza. Yes, Buster is going to a Newfie Palooza here in North Central Illinois. And um, I'm totally going, but then when we come back, we got a trunk or treat and then we had a tr- uh, we have another trunk or treat after that trunk or treat. And then that night, our local town is, there's a local village around here about maybe 20 minutes from my house called Sleepy Hollow. Yep. Ichabod Crane, Sleepy Hollow. And they have just realized they should in like totally enterprise and take control of this theme that they could be doing every Halloween and they have. And so they have this huge fireman orchestrated, like it's, it's huge. It's like the size of my backyard bonfire. And then at night, uh, they have tons of stuff for the kids and all this stuff. And then, um, when the sun sets, um, Ichabod rides horseless <laughs> or horses headless with his horse. He's not horseless. He's headless. There you go. <laughs> it's not me, Denise. It's everybody. Um, maybe not with that. <laughs> so the plant-based stuff I'm doing really good. I'm, I'm guys, I've never felt better eating this way. Um, uh, the few little things that I'm doing going out is that we had an octopus appetizer, two little, maybe like, you know, one and a half, two inch tentacles of octopus. <laughs> I might throw some people off, but it was delicious. It was like charbroiled. It was amazing. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm not going to nitpick it. Uh, we're, I'm going for the veggie options, but if it includes like a little cheese or it has cheese, I'll ask them to lighten it or leave it off. And uh, if it's just that little bit, we're not beating ourselves up over it because just the huge change that we've made has been dramatic in my life. I'm seeing the inflammation is just literally falling off me. Um, I have lost a remarkable amount of weight in this short time already. I mean, it's only been what 17 days. Uh, I started October 1st. I was not going to start till the 15th, but I decided why am I waiting? Just go for it. And, um, I have taken off a lot of inflammation. I'll share numbers later. I really do think I need to share with you guys my weight, just so you understand how dramatic it was that I knew I needed to make a change, but I've just been festering over this, like literally festering. Um, 
over this since June for two years. June two years ago. I'm not even joking. (laughs) I'll tell that story on a coffee talk that I owe you guys that I didn't do last week because I just ran out of time. And instead of beating myself up over it, I thought, you know what? Lots of people don't have time to do stuff and you just can't do it. And when I get to it, I get to it. It's not me. It's everybody. I can't just keep singling myself out for this. But I'm seeing a change in my skin. I'm seeing a change in my hair. I'm seeing a change in, as crazy as it sounds, my eyesight. That's something, uh, I have floaters all the time uh, because of lupus and RA and all that. Floaters are pretty common. And um, they've cleared up dramatically. And that, that is, to me, that change alone has been the most fabulous change. But just being able to fit in shoes again and walk upstairs, you know, foot over foot, right? When you go up the stairs, you go one, one, one. I don't. I have to go step, step on one step. Then the next step, step, step on the same step. I can't just skip a step every other leg. Um, I just didn't have the, the pain was just too much. So there have been so many changes and I just feel better. I will tell you that I'm having trouble adding calories to my day. I need to add 200 more calories to my day because I don't have enough calories and uh, it's really difficult. So I've decided to just smoothie and juice because it's easier um, or uh, start making like protein and fat balls. Uh, <laughs> I said fat balls. I just, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I have a, Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, wait. I gotta get a grip. <laughs> I meant like <laughs> like protein bites that are high in fat that are shaped like balls. So fat balls. Oh my God. Some of you that I know are jogging and walking in your neighborhood right now. I'm so sorry that your neighbors think you're insane. Um, they probably already know. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I need to start incorporating those at the end of my day because I am eating all day doing this plant-based. Like I am just eating from sunrise, sun up to sundown. It's insane how much you can eat. When you are just doing plant-based, it's insane, okay? But it's way more than I'm used to eating. Um, I, uh, you, you could really process it. You will become regular, okay? Now, I was regular, but not in a healthy way. And um, that's been a total change in that department. And uh, flat out, if you ever move to plant-based, what they won't tell you is that you have horrible gas. Like you will fart every time you move. I'm not even joking. Sorry, not sorry, guys. This is the stuff they don't tell you. Um, it has decreased over time. So in the 17 days that I've been doing plant-based, the gas is not as severe as it was like in the first week and a half was ridiculous. Like even poor Pete. Um, and Pete, we've decided to just let him integrate anything he wants. But if we could find a plant-based alternative that was better for him that he liked, 
that's what he would eat. So for instance, he loves chicken nuggets. We don't go to McDonald's. Okay, done. We're not even going to McDonald's for fun for his treats anymore. We used to do that. Not anymore after hearing that whole McDonald's human DNA and their food shit. I'm like, no way. But I found a chicken nugget by Annie and Jack and it's made of jackfruit. And they're really juicy and they look like chicken because they're striated. Jackfruit is striated, has like those fibers in them. And uh, he loves them. So boom. And he did find uh, an Annie's brand of macaroni and cheese um, that is vegan that he liked. Uh, he tried like seven different kinds <laughs> and he found one that he likes. So now I don't feel so bad that he is eating something um, and it's not chuck filled with a bunch of junk. You know what I'm saying? Because he already eats fruits and vegetables. So I'm lucky with that. But he was eating way too much meat like we all were. Um, and again, we're going to possibly incorporate that. It depends on how I feel. If I'm feeling this great and dropping weight like I am, I mean, I've dropped inches, guys. Like people are starting to tell me like they could see it in my face. My skin looks different. My eyes are popping. It's, I don't look so like glazed over. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt gla- like, like a crispy ass cream donut. That's how I felt I was walking around. <laughs> I was all crispy creamed and now I'm looking for fat balls. <laughs> oh my God. With that, I'm leaving you guys. I'm leaving you with that on that note. You guys have a fantastical Wednesday, and I promise I will have something for you on Saturday, whether it's a random rant or a coffee talk. Until next time, you know what to do. Lead with kindness.